The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. This practice of a pausing uh, came recently on a retreat uh, that uh, the teacher had really described some nuances of uh, this practice of a pausing. Um, let me see if I can find a, a different way to kind of describe this process. Um, first, think about pause not as a light switch. You switch the light, it's on. But rather, it's like a dimmer switch. <laughs> it's kind of go like, till the light go up and completely lit up. Um, so it's a process, and it starts with a momentary awareness that you're in a flow of unconsciousness. But you notice, oh, I'm being carried away by a whole long stream of thinking or emotional um, waves, uh, turbulence. And so the pausing starts with a moment of noticing you're being carried away. So start right there. That's kind of the beginning of the process. And when you see that with this practice, you drop in an intention, say, oh, pause here. Now, this dropping in the intention is not a demand. It's not must. Something must happen. But it's just an invitation. Oh, I'm carried away. Let's pause. Let's pause right here. And then you kind of, this, this intention began to add to this process, you know, from the moment of becoming aware and there is this intention, the awareness isn't quite established at the very beginning because we have this momentum to like, you know, going with the flow. But this intention will begin to shift to this a little. And so I, I use this analogy as if you're in the current of your thoughts and, you know, your to-dos, your projects, and and... Um, you have an intention to step out of it. But now, um, you can't just like leap out and be done with it. You're going to have to take a step, another step, you know, one foot, another foot. There is that momentum. And so, um, as we began this process, what we're also dropping in is more and more this momentary awareness. So you begin to kind of noticing, and then you notice, oh, I can pause for right now. And you may kind of have your one foot out of the current of your thinking, but you're still wobbly. You know, you, you, know, you still need to figure out this project, and let's finish this project in my head. And, but then you have this other moment is, oh, you know, I'm being carried away again. So it's kind of just pause and keep going with this momentary awareness um, that is happening. And uh, we don't do so much. 
but to just kind of connect with that, you know, with the present experience. And at some point, maybe both of your feet are out of the current. Maybe you're still wobbly. And what often happens in our actual experience is this momentum can be quite strong. Oftentimes, we're just switching lanes, you know, or going from the fast (laughs) current of thinking to another kind of lane that we didn't know that the momentum is still on. Like even when you begin to notice the momentary awareness that's there, when we're not really connecting with the breath that's happening right here, we can go on with this high-speed notice, you know, in breath, out breath, you know, tingling. What's next? And, you know, we're just kind of go, go, bam, 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 bam. And we can, you know, go on for a while, mostly just kind of a switching lane <laughs> of a fast moving. And um, it takes another moment to notice, oh, you know, I'm carried away again. You know, like really kind of pause and, and wait. And the dharma is that it has its own way to unfold. We don't need to tinker so much. And so we kind of let this process of um, tumbling to settle on itself. Um, And so uh, uh, this settling itself is uh, starting by meeting with what you can notice more fully. And so if you catch up um, yourself noticing uh, the breath, can you just be with that breath and to let it complete itself? Or if you're noticing some tension in the body, can you be with that tension to let the tension be fully known? It doesn't have to go away, but you're really kind of meeting it more fully. So you're not slipping off to look for the next thing. And I use this analogy that, you know, when I, for, uh, when I was working on, in the high tech, um, it was a very busy time. And, and um, I remember, you know, I had, had to run from one meeting to the next. And this one day, uh, I just had a new hire, new employee in my group. And, and, and he was walking up to me and, uh, you know, reaching out to shake hand and, and I barely touched his hand because I was running <laughs> to go to the next meeting. <laughs> and, um, I didn't notice. I really did not meet the person at all, but I was just running to the next thing. It was years later, you know, he became my friend and he said, Boy, Ying was really busy. <laughs> when I got fired the first day, you never really shook my hand. <laughs> you just ran to the next thing. And so we can, in this process of pausing, we learn to meet each thing that we notice in a fuller capacity. I kind of really know this, really be with that. Let that complete, let the sound come, let the sound complete itself, you really know it. And so as we do this, what happens is, if kind of like there is a completion of this process of a pausing, what happens is, 
at the end of the pausing, you're much more established in the flow of mindful awareness. So you're kind of more continuous with your awareness. You're staying there rather than being caught up by one thing or another or just keep changing lanes, you know, in your high-speed thinking or high-speed planning and um, high-speed momentum. And so that's what this process is pointing to. And um, it's a real practice. Um, And so I would invite to kind of um, practicing this pausing very often, whether it's on the cushion, in the middle of the meditation. You know, sometimes we just get caught up in the middle of the meditation. And when you notice that is happening, you say, oh, okay, pause for now. And again, the pausing is not to demand something must happen. But it's just kind of beginning the process. It's an invitation. And then we, we kind of begin to interrupt that momentum. Um, and, um, and then when you go about the day, um, do it often. You know, if you're catching yourself like really busy and in various ways, and it's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm going to drop drop in into this pausing. And like on this retreat, when the teacher taught about pausing, he gave an example, a long-term deep practitioner. Um, he said, um, you know, he was on this meditation retreat and he was listening to a teacher to give a Dharma talk. And it's something that, a topic that he knows very well. So he found himself in the middle of um, and the Dharma talk, getting agitated, and it's like, you know, when is this going to finish? And, and it's just like that, you know, it happens to us. <laughs> doesn't matter how long we practice, it happens to us. And, and he just said, okay, if this is happening, let me pause. Pause right here. And then in that pausing, the dynamic began to shift, and that all that aversion and agitation kind of have a space to settle itself. And then what came about was a gratitude. I'm so grateful someone is teaching Dharma. And that whole, it just kind of all of a sudden shifted the mindset. And now you can sit there and listen without agitation. And being present for something maybe he knew before, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter whether we knew it or not. We're present for that. And so this process uh, of pausing um, offers an opportunity to kind of transform ourselves a little or kind of shift our orientation a bit, sometimes a lot, you know, kind of from aversion to gratitude. And that's, you know, kind of like a big shift. But this pausing is a window of opportunity for us to do that. And make it a practice. There's no other way. It is a practice itself. 
And um, so invitation is uh, to invite that to be an intentional practice. So those are the words that I have about uh, learning to pause. Okay, so we'll 